0: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, AfterBuzzers? We are joining you again for another episode of How to Get Away with Murder. Thank y'all so much for joining us from home, from quarantine, wherever you are. We're talking season six, episode 13. So much craziness to unfold. Of course, I have my beautiful panel here with me today. We have Miss Elena Fenelon
1: hey guys so excited to get into this episode elena here can't wait to give you all of my thoughts because they are not all great so yeah i'm ready to get
0: into it love it of course miss jamie gray hi guys and mr cj walker
2: hey you know i made this shirt too like the last one, the sweater i made that one i've just been I did making not
0: make that shirt
2: i do i literally <laughs> did i'm the like modern day gucci
0: well, it looks good. Um, so much, of course, to unfold in this very, uh, let's say, interesting episode of How to Get Away with Murder. Um, be sure to stay tuned the whole time because we have lots of great news and gossip, of course, as well as our predictions and our Keatings best um, of the episode right away. Um, Elena, what do you think of the episode? I think we could have gone without it, honestly.
1: I, I think, I mean, I'm, I... Yeah, I just feel like where we are in the show, did I really need to go back and relive what was happening with Sam, Annalise, and Vivian? I mean and, and and maybe this is because of the whole incest thing, but I I was just not I was not I was very disturbed at this whole episode. I was not a big fan of the storyline between Sam and Hannah. Um and even with, like, the big bomb of, of who Frank's real parents are, I just wasn't here for it. I don't feel – like, we have two episodes left. I don't think we needed to go back and hash that out. I think there are so many other things that we could have dug into, and maybe we would do that for the remaining two episodes. But for the season to be ending, like, for this show to be coming to a complete close, I don't think it was necessary.
0: Agreed. Jamie, what do you think? Um, it's –
3: So much to unpack. And Elena, I I get what you're saying. For me, like when we were predicting that it could possibly be incest this episode, we don't want to be right about things like that. So I think, you know, where we feel like we could have done without it, I feel you on that one. But I think it's interesting just to kind of piggyback on um, when Annalise told Hannah, you know, incest is best. Put your brother to the test. You know, that was a flashback from a previous season. So I wonder if this was a plan the whole time because it almost felt like they just threw it in there. Um, but maybe they didn't so I mean two more episodes left I like we got a lot of bombs dropped this episode and I was really excited about it um, part of me spoiled it for myself because I like to watch YouTube videos uh, after we watch it as well so uh, I kind of saw it coming but I, I like the episode and I'm just like what are these next two what's it gonna be so that's mine
0: yeah CJ what do you think
2: um I actually agree with Elena i Think we could have gone without this episode because it kind of, it was just like thrown in there. There was no, I felt like we, it just didn't make sense. Why do we need to learn any of that information? So we could yeah. have gone. Without it.
0: It, to me, I just, I completely agree with all of you. Like, it makes me a little sad because we have two more episodes left, and I just wonder, like you've all said, what's the reason for this? Like what is how how is this going to help us with any things that we kind of randomly remember who killed um what's the space that i can't think of right now the lawyer tegan's (laughs) boss um like all of that stuff i'm like wait so where why are we going back to this sam thing i mean the the episode was titled about is sam you know was he the bad one after all and i think tonight we learned it, it, it didn't change my opinion of him like it's still He still killed Lila. He still did all these other things. Like, obviously you feel for this trauma that he went through in his life. And, um, you know, I'm going to laugh going back on watching our last video because, boy, we were right. But were we so wrong? We were all like in 29 Super C
1: in the chat is saying that this episode is a toy, I feel. They're giving a show when you can end it.
2: But that's still, I feel like that's so random that they just made Frank um the like love kid between the incest couple like I just don't understand the point of that I don't understand how it's going to tie it into anything I don't see how it's gonna like give us anything in the next two episodes
3: I think it's just because they give us so much like and that's kind of the the, the theory of the show like even with the flashbacks in the beginning seasons the show was a lot to keep up with and I think that's just what they like to do they want to throw something at you and surprise you, and throw all these characters where you're like, wait a minute. So what about Wes? And what about Laurel? And what about the Castillo's? Um, you know, it's just all these things. And we got two episodes left, so lots to unpack.
0: I mean, I, I definitely get the like the shock value because more than anything, I think they unfolded all of this to tell us not just oh, Sam went through this crazy thing in his life, not just oh, this is why, um, Hannah hates Annalise so much even though that's definitely a part of it of course but it is mainly for like the Frank this character that we've known for so long like he's their love child out of nowhere uh you know we're we're all in quarantine as well as all of y'all are as well of course but we have a chat going throughout and we were all like what the heck what is even happening why like Frank's the love child this is so insane um so it's it is a lot, but I still wonder like, what does this do for the rest of the show? How does this, you know, they, they've given us all of this, you know, like I said, over the past six seasons. So how does this wrap anything up? I I imagine they have a way of doing it, but.
1: What I will say, because I came in really strong with how anti this episode I was, I think what would have benefited me more as a viewer would have been if we dug more into hannah and frank
3: mm-hmm.
1: opposed to sam i think we all wanted more answers from hannah so to know hannah was pregnant to know that she gave birth to a child frank like that was good but if the focus was more so on her storyline how we got there with her how her hate with Annalise developed even though they gave us a little bit of that i think that would have satisfied me more than just reliving sam going back and forth between hannah I mean, uh, Vivian and Annalise, and you know what I mean? Like, that was unnecessary. As far as the Frank-Hannah storyline, yes, we need that, because obviously Annalise is on trial, and people are trying to bring her down. Um, So just to reroute that beginning thought.
2: Well, first of all, have we even seen Hannah since, like, season one?
0: Barely. Barely i think we saw her a little bit in season two maybe everyone in chat can tell us the exact last time we've seen her but like she has not come up in a hot minute that's for sure so that's also my question there um and it's a question for y'all like why do we think that they're going this route i know we need to show why annalise is being um kind of put under the gun so in a way that she shouldn't be by the FBI. So, I mean, Jamie, do you think this is all because of Hannah going after her because of Sam? I think, I mean, there's a
3: theme. People do not like Annalise Keating. So maybe, oh, okay, maybe because Hannah liked Sam and they had sexual relations, there was some jealousy amongst the women that he was messing with. You know, Annalise, Vivian, and so that's why Gabriel was probably a secret. Um, that's probably why we never saw her in any of the seasons. So I think that uh, because of that, maybe I don't know. It's it's all so far fetched and absurd, but maybe there's like some sort of vendetta against Annalise from Hannah, where it all stems from, or so. Because I mean, think about like why would why did Frank like why did that car hit Annalise way back then? What was the pr- like? what was the whole purpose? We still never got like a full backstory on that. Why are the Castillos and the Mahoney's and like, like what is, the, what is the common denominator here? So it's something with her and what she got caught up with when she started messing with Sam.
0: You kind of make the perfect point right there. Like it does seem a little bit convoluted at this point. Like what was the point of this? You know, we kind of know why the car hit Annalise because of whatever reason back then, but like, it, it's just a lot of information that we kind of need to have figured out at this point. Um That being said, the whole Frank and Bonnie thing that's happening throughout the episode and, you know, even how we see Sam tell Frank, like, no, you should day Bonnie because she was abused, whatever. Um, I mean, is that because of just what he went through or because he had genuine feelings I use air quotes feelings for Bonnie at the time Elena what do you think
1: it's hard to say it's it's really hard to say just because of how blurry it is even we were watching the show I remember like writing to you guys and I was like it's disgusting to see Sam say to Frank oh don't date Bonnie this was her past this is what she's been through but already having the knowledge that Bron- Bonnie and San- Sam had some interaction you know what i mean so so <laughs> and maybe that's why i'm so disgusted with this episode it, it was just very confusing like it it revealed all the different strings and and how how the cobwebs kind of crossed you know mm-hmm. what i mean so it's really hard for me to say i think i think this is one of the episodes that you have to rewatch after going back to the beginning and and seeing what really happened, because obviously as the writers for the show and them knowing that it was going to come to a conclusion, I'm pretty sure they were like, OK, what did we indicate here in season one and how can we pull to it? Which is where I think the incest comment from Annalise when she was talking to Hannah. I think that's how that idea came up. I don't think it was pulled out of their behinds, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think that, that it was to go there all along. So I think I'm in that place when it comes to, when it comes down to Frank. Sam and Bonnie of I really need to as a fan I need to go back to the very beginning and now start to make sense of it all I don't I I'm so confused I'm sorry I'm genuinely confused
0: same this is and we're gonna get through how this happened all throughout the episode this is just obviously some major news so we had to get to it first but uh one question that keeps running through my mind that I'm super curious to hear what y'all think about is do you think Frank knew or knows that sam is his dad
2: no i don't think he knows yeah i feel like if he did know that's just gonna be like more wasted storyline That they're gonna have to like explain that whole thing of why he didn't tell anyone and how he knew how he found out what his reaction was that's gonna be a whole nother thing we had two episodes they don't have time for that they just need to leave that alone
0: literally don't have whatsoever and i think that um even the moment when annalise and bonnie or frank and frank are in her kitchen later and she's annalise is kind of bringing this up as a topic of speculation to them like do we think this could happen frank very much so seems like absolutely not um and we talked about it throughout the episode whether um I I mean, I could bet money that we've seen Frank's family before, at least his dad. So if anyone in chat knows that for sure, have we seen Frank's family, Um, let us know. But
2: still, like, uh, Sam was rich, right? Like, his family. Mm -hmm. So they could have easily paid a family to say that that was the kids to, like, get rid of that embarrassment. So I
3: agree. I agree. Also, Okay. Like, when I think about Frank and his interactions with Wes and Gabriel, like, there was always tension, not just because of Laurel or because Gabriel had an inkling that Sam was E.
1: I'll just say that we kind of need to go back and really put, like, put the clues together. Um, because I thought as well, April, just as much as you, I thought that we were introduced to, to Frank's family, I, or at least his dad. Um, and now seeing the aggression that Sam had toward Frank, make like makes it feel like I was missing something this whole time um and then also seeing how Frank was trying to get Hannah on the phone or like figure out Sam's whereabouts like I feel like that like everything everything was intentional this episode let me say whether we liked it or we didn't like it I do feel like every single thing was intentional um so I don't I I, yeah I'm just like at a loss.
0: (laughs) Frank mentioned at the end of the episode, whenever Tegan and Annalise were speaking about, um, how they're going to get information on Hannah, because at this point they know that Hannah is not only a scorned sister, but she's a scorned, uh, lover. So Marie, which does not always serve me in the best way. This is the first time we've ever heard Frank mention a family member being close to Sam or to Hannah. Um, it's just like the, the progression of it throughout the show. Like like I said at the beginning, with the title of the episode, like was he really the evil one? Bonnie even asked, or was he really bad after all? Um, it, it's just, I think the point of the episode was to kind of show us that he's been through this trauma and all of these bad things have happened, but ultimately it doesn't change the facts. And that, so that's where I'm left. I'm like, I, I get it. I don't want to sound hard or or cold because like that's a terrible and insane thing to go through that we can't even begin to unfold in this after show. But um, no, I still think he's a bad guy. Ultimately, so it's kind of like, what do we do with that? Um, the Michaela and Connor and Oliver are going through a weird thing throughout the episode. I'm kind of wondering why we're not seeing them a little more. I guess because there are only two episodes so the main focus is on Annalise um but they have all of these conversations with Agent Langford um where they're talking about the deal and they are both lying to him about why um they told Annalise or how Annalise knows that they said that they're going to testify against her so Elena why do you think that are not seeing them or why do you think that they're kind of even showing us what they are I mean okay
1: that whole opening scene now let me know in the chat room if you agree or disagree with me but even when Michaela started talking like to the FBI again that threw me for a loop a little bit because I thought from 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 that scene I thought on this episode we were going to get some kind of kahoot some kind of working together between um Annalise and Michaela and Connor, because when they went in and they were talking to the FBI and they were like, Well, we just we just told her, you know, about this so that we can regain her trust, or we told her you coerced us so that she can believe us again, or, or, or whatever the case may be. I was like, Okay, this must be a bigger plot for a bigger plan. Annalise must have coached them because she knew she was gonna pull that card. So when they said that, then you know it would be revealed. But they touched on it in the beginning. And then we didn't see them again until the end of the show in the kitchen, kind of, you know, talking about it, being proud about, um, being proud of themselves for what they did. And then we find out that Connor did take a new deal. So all of that was just, I mean, I know that it's a setup, but how I, like, even though this episode was a setup for the last two, so, so many people are saying in the chat, I just feel like we don't have time for that. You know what I mean? Like, I need, I need the time for that. <laughs> literally, literally, I literally want it now. Um, so I guess, I guess, next episode is going to be focused more on a courtroom. If you guys did watch until the very end, we got the glimpse of them being in the courtroom, and then even Laurel coming back to make an appearance, and and we don't know, you know, what she's going to say or whose side she's going to be on. So I think that's why they only gave us a taste of that tonight because they didn't want to give too much away because it's probably going to blow up. Um, next week. And I'm 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 still just trying to understand the relationship. I want to know what new deal it is that Connor took. I want to know what Michaela loses if she didn't take the new deal because she she indicated that she didn't. So
0: what 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 does that mean? Like what is going to happen? So do we think this is all a setup on their part? Do we think that they're lying to Langford and then Annalise has kind of helped them through this? Jamie, do you no. know? Um, you know what? I, I do think that Michaela and
3: Connor, there's still something up their sleeve. This episode did scare me though with their interactions with um Langford because I'm like, wait a minute, like Connor seems like he's slipping up, uh, especially when they were showing things about Oliver. So you know, it's up in the air. But I feel like there's something up the writers and. creators sleeves like they're they always throw us for a loop but before i even go into further detail of all of my thoughts you guys are blowing up this live chat you guys are literally incredible not only are you fans of how to get away with murder but clearly you're fans of our panel we literally watch the show right before we go on air and we're expressing all of our thoughts and opinions just like you guys have on your mind and that's why we do what we do there's so many other videos talking about how to get away with murder, but we're here live, and we just love you guys for tuning in with us, Uh, and it's also sad. I know there's been other how to get away with murder panels, but I really love our panel, and we have two episodes left, so you guys, continue with your support. We really appreciate it so much. Like, subscribe, keep the conversation going down below, live chat, show us some love, and uh, to keep up with us, subscribe to all of our channels on AfterBuzz. We have everything you can think of Another show I love is uh, Little Fires Everywhere. So I know that After Buzz is also reviewing that show. So that's why you got to stick with us. and you might see it So that's all I got. But we love you guys. Absolutely.
2: We're talking about how to get away with murder, not little. I know, but okay, I like effort. to
0: shout out all the other shows. <laughs> that okay. worked, baby. Got to give love <laughs> to everybody. Yeah, um, yeah so it, it, at the end of the episode, we see Connor telling Oliver that he took this other deal um, I get like, I guess I'm just wondering where, you know, I don't want to get into predictions obviously, but where this is going to lead, lead us for them and how they've some kind of become almost like minor or like what happens is the minutia because we're still wondering so much about what happens with Annalise. Is she dead? Does she die? Is it fake? Here's what I will say. What this episode did do for me is. I'm not
1: team FBI, I'm not team Langford by any means, but I do have a new respect for for Langford because I think at the end of last episode when he like popped up at the house to Michaela and Connor, he was like, you know, you told Annalise this or you got the recording and we we know them to be so nasty, so anti-Annalise, and now we have to think about it. For Langford, being in the position that he is, trying to do his job, getting whatever information from whatever informants that he is, this episode, I think it showed him to be more human a little bit. Um, As he was talking to them, he was like, okay, well, you reached this deal. And now we have to find a new way forward. When he received the information that he did from Nate, he's like, okay, is there anything else you can do to help me? So it painted him in this picture um, of this guy who's just trying to do his job. I have He's never not. looked at him like that before, is what yeah. I'm saying. What I'm saying is I've always been like, no, they're after Annalise. So I could respect that aspect of just the different dimension that I was given on Langford Cause we've never really heard him talk. We've never seen him interact like this. Um, so I guess that's a positive, CJ. I know that's you're <laughs> thing. I think you're forgetting coming. one thing, which CJ is probably going to tell you. Go for no, it. No,
2: well, I'm just saying. I feel like that's completely false. I'm the, I'm on the like the polar opposite of that.
1: But it's an opinion. It can't be false.
2: I'm saying your opinion's false. Um, <laughs> no, but just kidding. But um, I feel like Langford. He's re- he's out to get them because he. I feel like he said that thing to Nate about um what else can you tell me? Because I felt like that was kind of a ploy to just get more information. And then he tried to have the kids like lie some more to sign some papers. And that was a whole thing. He just seemed shady to me.
1: I don't disagree with you. What I'm saying is this is the most that we've seen his personality, that this is the most that we've seen him talk. At least for me, I haven't seen him talk to this dimension. So So for sure he's still dirty and anti-annalise and everything like that especially trying to coerce the kids in the way that they first of all i hate that we call them the kids we're so disrespectful i know they're (laughs) like like no we're so disrespectful it just gave me a different perspective of him so it's going to be interesting just to see you know nate's role in this is what i so
2: because he talked more you thought that made him more human and trustworthy
1: i got to understand him more yes is what that's what i'm saying i
2: felt like because he talked more we got to see that he was shady.
0: That's okay. That he, there you go. This is, this is what I thought you were going to say. So, how Elena, you said, um, <laughs> Elena, how you said, um, you know, he's just trying to do his job. He's not just trying to do his job. Michaela in that scene with him literally says, You're trying to make me commit perjury 10 times. Yeah, like, she did. I he, these that. are lies. And he's like, Take some time to think about it. That's <laughs> not him just do, that's what I meant. Like he's not just doing his job there. Like he know, he's being told she didn't do this. Maybe Annalise didn't do this. These are these are lies. This is not true. Everything in this document and this deal is not true. And he's like, Well, I'll do it anyway. Yeah. So it's like, you know, Nate does have a big hand in figuring out a major thing tonight with agent Pollock because she's working for the Castillos and he's the one that takes it to um, Langford. And he does from what we see agree with Nate. Cause we see Pollock in a room. Um, but so it's like, Nate asked him, are you in on this as well? Because he's being told that they're lying. He's being told that these things aren't true about her, but he still wants to nail her. Maybe he has some connection to Hannah. Is it possible?
1: I mean, someone in the chat already said that uh, Hannah might be the puppet master behind all of this. I, I lost the comment somewhere, um, but someone recently just said in the chat, "It, it like, they wouldn't be surprised if Hannah is the puppet master, meaning behind the FBI, behind Langford, which which would make so much sense, truthfully.
0: Yeah. Do Jamie, do you think Nate, if, through everything that happened to him in tonight's episode, is coming back to Team Keating, or do we still think he's next?
3: I don't honestly I'm gonna say no only because after that scene when he almost um hit Annalise I was like oh he's cut off I can't trust Nate anymore and I think he's just all for himself even him snapping Xavier's neck extra he didn't have to do it and so I think that he's gone off the deep end for a while now and so I just I don't know well unless unless Annalise's mom's Chit chat with him actually got to him and knocked some sense into him. Maybe he's turned
0: a new league. Think about I the scene just, with Bonnie. Uh, the scene with him and Bonnie at the end where she's like, Oh, you have a plan? So that's where like I'm like, he, Okay, so he's all of a sudden back on their team. And they're all of a sudden trusting him again. I don't think that's even, I don't think they should just
3: personally. That's my opinion. But mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. Nate, if you were really for Bonnie, you would have gotten those reports a long time ago, bro like she, you know what I'm saying? That's your friend. You, you, you have connections. Why are you just now looking this up when she's healed? Like that's scary. She probably told them like, yeah, I saw this person, you know, my brakes went out. That's not normal. Let me look into it. Yeah.
0: Um, before we get to the last part of the episode, kind of a little snippet of tonight is Vivian and Gabriel. Vivian's obviously of course the one at the beginning of the episode who gives this idea who plants this idea in Annalise's head anyway even though Annalise has her own feelings about it and does believe that it's true um but we see this scene between Vivian and Gabriel where he's saying you know I came here knowing or I'm gonna leave knowing less than I came here knowing like now I know nothing and she basically says like no you're my son you're strong um you have all of this information even though he doesn't so CJ do you think uh this is a wrap on Gabriel
2: I think Gabriel's storyline is tired so I don't even want to speak on that <laughs> uh, like-
0: okay Elena do you think this is a wrap on Gabriel
1: wait what do, what is he what do you mean by tied CJ like done he's been
2: he gone wrapped? out he should have been gone out out of this show like seven episodes ago because <laughs> I don't know why he's still around. Why is he still snooping around this thing? He found out what he needed to find out. And obviously no one's gonna help him. So why, why is he still here?
1: I think the saddest part for me when it comes to Gabriel is the reason we got this whole incest storyline was because of Vivian. So Vivian obviously has always known more than she's led on to to like, you know, to show or to believe. So, what I wish is that Vivian would sit down with her full grown son and and communicate to him who his father was from her knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I think she has him going on this little wild goose chase, and that is partly why CJ probably feels the way he feels, where we haven't had much of Gabriel and he hasn't had a significant role besides like, you know, snooping in and snooping out because his sole mission was to find out more about Sam. And the person who had that knowledge, like, yes, it could have been Annalise to an extent, but it really was his mom. So if, instead of like consoling him at the end of the episode, like you just asked about April, um, I think what she needs to do is just be real. Like he's he's a he's a grown man. It's not like he's a child where she got to close the laptop and hide emails anymore. Like this is a full grown man. So you know why he's here. You, you are, you know, accusing Annalise of having this hold on him. But if you want him to be released from her from his help from her hold, then let your son know who his father was, what you know, all like you know all all of these things, and I think we would feel better about the whole Gabriel situation because he's just there. Like he's just there at this point. Yeah.
0: I mean, his whole point was or from what he said was to not necessarily to find out who Sam was. Yes, I was absolutely a part of it, but more so to find out what happened to him. And like, he's just not going to find that out. Yeah. None of them are going to say we killed him and chopped him chopped him into pieces because he did this, this, this. Like, <laughs> they're just not going to tell Gabriel that. So it is like, I, there's a part of me that's wondering was uh, kind of uh, from what you said, CJ, like was his character introduced so that Vivian could be introduced so that we could find out this big thing about Hannah and Sam for some like major reveal Um, I don't know how they'll tie that together, but maybe they will. Um, I think it's interesting that all throughout the episode, we're having these flashbacks of Sam and Annalise and he not only was cheating, I guess, with his sister. I don't know if you count that as cheating, um, but with (laughs) Vivian and obviously we know about, um, of course, Lila, and I'm sure there were others as well. Um, but do we think that, you know, we see this moment between Sam and Vivian, that seems like a pretty powerful moment right after Annalise's baby would have died. And he goes to Vivian. He's like, you're the one. It was always you. I still love you. But yet he's telling Annalise the same thing. So Jamie, do you think this was just Sam kind of like going through grief or do we think Sam is just, uh, I will, I can't say it on, uh, zoom. But an F boy.
3: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. rephrase, rephrase that question for
0: me. Do we think that Sam, all that he went through with Vivian and like what he gave to her, and even like how he acted? Annalise said in his sessions with her and with Bonnie, like he knew them so well and made them love him because he went through that same trauma. But yet we see him throughout the episode he's not just going through trauma with his sister, he's also cheating on her with Vivian and saying all these crazy things. So do we think that that is just Sam basically being a player or do we think that is all because of the trauma that he has gone through with his sister?
3: I mean, definitely from the trauma, I think that's his childhood affected who he became as an adult. I think it's the complete opposite of what this episode's title. I mean, clearly he was not a good guy. And um, I think that he preyed on the weak, you know, uh, Bonnie, Vivian, Annalise, they all had something going on. And because of his own weaknesses, I feel like that's what he latched on to. That was what was comfortable for him. So, uh, yeah, it's just, it's really disgusting. It's like some, I'm going to say, you know, I'm not going to say it. But yeah, go ahead.
2: <laughs> I, I want to hear what was it?
3: Okay, whatever. I'll just say I, I was like, it would just remind me of like really R. Kelly-ish. And I was like, I already know they probably had some inspiration, but I was like, this is just too triggering.
1: And Fina I, Fina. I can't. Someone I can't. in the chat earlier already said that. Yeah, someone
2: said something YouTube. about R. Kelly. I read yeah, that. I just like, I just <laughs> um,
1: I also want to point out that Fina in the chat says that Sam is a psychologist and he knows how to finesse. So that's kind of how he's been able to like maneuver. Like he especially with the knowledge that he's had. You know what I mean? Who's to say that he didn't know Frank was who he was. He probably knew the whole time and was manipulating everyone. That's a that's
0: a really good point because I mean, how could he not? Like wh- that's that part at the end of the episode where we learned that she was out of school for I think it was like 83 days and they said it was for Mono. Um, I mean, I don't know a lot about Mono, but 83 days. Monos are like a
2: week long, t- that's it.
0: Well, she, you can have multiple times, but eighty-three days, like I don't even know how many days you go to school in a year, but I think it's like a hundred and seven wait, and is
2: eighty-three days even a full pregnancy? How is she carrying? I think a baby?
0: like you missed eighty-three school days basically. So maybe she didn't she didn't have to at first, maybe she just did at the end. Pregnancy are different, she probably wasn't showing, she probably was covering up, wearing baggy clothes. Seventeen, eighteen, who who knows? But it's still but like Sam is her younger brother. I mean, we have to think he would have known now, whether he knew like what she ended up doing. Um, I don't know, but it's just kind of crazy to hear throughout the episode. You know, I'm going to slightly backtrack on what I said before, because Sam is the one who was being manipulated from what we're being told anyway, by his sister. Um, whether that's, you know, it's messed up or whatever, but he was the younger, we don't know about how many years. Um, but it, it's kind of like you feel for him in a way because he went through all of this and, you know, he even says, or I think Annalise says, like, they both became psychologists to, like, deal, try to figure out how this happened to them.
1: Let me just say, regardless of how we feel this episode went, what made it good is the fact that we have so much conversation <laughs> about All of this craziness, you know what I mean? Like we, we, we don't have the answers that we want, but they gave us enough to like blow our world up basically.
0: They did. We're going to have a lot of questions and I'm sure it will be the same situation next week. Um, I'm sure the chat is blowing up and your YouTube comments will be, which we all love reading so much because they're amazing and give us great ideas. Um, but that's going to be it for tonight's recap. Did we miss anything throughout the episode that we want to specifically shout out or should we go into some news and gossip? News and what? gossip. It is.
1: What? Yeah, let's <laughs> go into news and gossip or the special segment, yeah. whatever, you, whatever we want to jump
2: to. I'm here for it. Special segment.
0: All right, go. let's let's do special segment. Keating's best with Miss. Toss it
2: to me because I just caught it. Um, <laughs> so the special segment for tonight again is Keating's best, and Keating's best is basically when we go through the episode and find out who the MVP of the episode is. um so, yeah, Elena, you want to start it off?
1: Um, truthfully, guys, I don't have an MVP. I didn't really like anyone tonight. Um, if I had to pick someone, and we barely got to see her, but I'm going to say Michaela because she didn't want to turn on Connor and try to take a new deal, as Connor did. So I'll clap for her and give her kudos on being loyal. Okay. Um, So
3: like- for mine, it – it is Thank really hard God. to choose at Keating's best this episode, but if I had to choose one, I'll just say Tegan because she helped Annalise get the records of, you know, Hannah in high school when she was pregnant. So kudos to her. So I'll just say T- Tegan.
0: April. You and I are literally always right here. Cause I was gonna say Tegan and I literally was like digging for thoughts on who I would say. But it's gotta be Tegan because the same thing. She found out these records. She's the one who's gonna like who basically dropped one of the biggest bombs. Um, of the whole series, definitely of this season. So I'm going to give it to Deacon.
2: Um, I'm going to say mine is Sam because he knows how to keep him wrapped around his finger.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> that is disgusting. You that does disgusting. not represent the views of After Best TV. <laughs> We're actually I'm disgusting.
2: Joking. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> let us know in the comments below who your uh, kidding's best is. We'd love to talk it out. Elena, you're a hater. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I really want to move into some news and gossip really quickly while we still have the time. Um, I have two things on board for you guys today. Do you want the sweet or the spicy? sweet yeah let's start with the sweet um, I'm not <laughs> shut up <laughs> CJ. I'm not sure if you guys have been following um Viola Davis in this time like obviously we're in quarantine so the, a lot of the news and gossip has been at a halt but Viola Davis has made an appearance on celebrity IOUs like um reshaping a home and she got to uh reinvent this home for her best friend of like 31 years. And you'll see a picture of them hugging. Um, They, her, her name is Michelle O'Neill and they've been friends forever. And she created this very peaceful living space and uh, Michelle O'Neill was just crying and, Just couldn't believe the gesture that her good friend did. And I honestly thought the episode was so touching. So if you can't get enough of Miss Viola Davis, please go ahead and watch that show on Celebrity IOU every Monday at 9 p.m. on HGTV, HGTV. Um, But to move into some spicy, what we found out this week. I mean, I know we didn't get enough of a a lot of it in tonight's episode, but Annalise or Viola Davis, I'm stuck in the show. Viola Davis finally opened up um, and reveals her first ever sex scene. And she also admitted that she had to push back some fears so she quoted in an exclusive interview that everything in my spirit was giving up for her gearing up for her first sex scene uh, she admits in the video it's nothing it's, it's, it's like nothing you could imagine she couldn't eat she couldn't sleep before filming um when she went into for her choreography with Billy Brown so this is when she had this first sex scene with Nate in 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 how to get away with murder
0: That was her first one ever this was her first
1: one ever. She said it was, she said she was cool as a cucumber, like, you know, just trying to relax. Um She said that Nate was eating a sandwich and drinking a smoothie. Like he didn't think much of it. And she was like losing her mind. Um, And she was like, why can I do this? Like, why can I play this? I'm like, I'm a woman. Why not me? And I think as a woman, we all go through those things when we have to like, you know, channel our inner sexy. We're like, oh my gosh, the whole world is looking. Um, So make sure that you Google that interview and get a, l- a little bit more insight on viola davis and having her first ever sex scene especially as an elder actress you know what i mean as an elder actress who who is pushing it's the boundaries o'clock. it could be um very difficult so make sure you get into that interview i really loved her candidness about the spice between yes. her and Nate on the show
0: <laughs> those were that. amazing i mean i mean i would like to say that uh you know one of those scenes between myself and billy brown wouldn't be that difficult but <laughs> <laughs>
1: i
3: know i'm like girl just just lay and well, never, never, anyway, never. <laughs> i don't know about
0: that um okay so now we are going to get into our prediction segment of course we only have two episodes left and there's so much left to tie up um i do want to say just before we give those there was a moment in the episode where annalise was this is a flashback of course is looking up Kristoff. We're talking about the OG Kristoff, aka Wes. Um, So, is there a reason for that? Elena, I'm just going to shoot my prediction and make it short and sweet. So, we saw that
1: Laura was going to come back, and I know that we've been waiting for Wes to come back too. So, to your point, April, I don't think that that monitor was up on her screen by accident. I think that Wes and Laurel is about to walk into the courtroom married with a baby on their hip and we gonna be like, dang, where y'all been hiding? Uh, <laughs> so that's my prediction for next week. Jamie, what about you? Uh
3: it it's really tough. I do not have like a whole bunch of predictions, I have to say. Um as far uh as far as Wes, I'm just gonna piggyback on what Elena said. I agree like they're of course, we're going to see them, so we'll just leave it at that. I'm just going to keep an open mind. I don't have anything concrete right now, so,
0: yeah. What about you, CJ? <laughs>
2: um, I'm kind of in the same boat as Jamie, because this episode didn't really give us, like, much of a storyline besides a bunch of flashbacks. So I'm just going to piggyback off of her piggyback and say we're going to see West tomorrow.
0: Well, you know what I'm going to predict? I'm going to predict me being pissed if we don't see Wes next episode. Because why do this to us to only show a little snippet of him? Right. So
1: let me also add, since we all had the same thing, I was trying to be like nice. Yeah. I have a feeling that we're going to be surprised about Frank's reaction to the whole incest in, in situation. I'm going to predict. I go
3: crazy. I can do see do that happening. They're gonna do you think they
1: are going to tell him? Yeah, so, for sure least told Bonnie tonight, ain't no way Bonnie who's in love with Frank is gonna hold that back from him.
3: Yeah. And also I still don't trust Oliver. Like it's just, especially when they showed those, uh, the documents of Oliver to Connor. I mean, remember, cause I had forgotten Oliver, um, he, did, he deleted um, um, Connor's acceptance letters to that college. Like he has not always been a good person. True. So I kind of want him to be a bad person now. Cause I already gave up. True. True. I'm down
0: for you, Oliver. we're all down for that um well thank you all so much for joining us for another episode only two episodes left which i'm freaking out about um but always love connecting with y'all of course during the episode in chat and after so be sure to comment and let us know keep the conversation going let us know your predictions your keatings best and just any thoughts about the episode and the last two um until then y'all can find me everywhere at april with the
1: you guys can follow me, Elena, on all social platforms at Hey underscore It's Lay.
3: And you guys can follow me, Jamie Gray, on Twitter at It's Jamie Gray, or better yet on Instagram at Jamie Gray, J A I M I. You're on mute, CJ.
2: Oh, sorry. I was on mute because I was making a TikTok, which is where you can find me on TikTok at ICJ Walker and everywhere at ICJ Walker. So I'll catch you guys there.
0: He's wrong for that, y'all. y'all uh, <laughs> can catch all of us at Afterbus TV. We have so many shows going. We're doing we're continuing all of our reviews via Zoom. So definitely be sure to tune in. Um but until then, we will just look forward to seeing y'all next Thursday. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: We're on TikTok.